It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. You know, someone asked me recently what I think about everything that's going on in the world. Um, war, inflation, uh, gas prices, COVID, all of these things. And I remember just basically saying to them that, well, I think this world is run by evil people. You know, Jesus, uh, it says in Galatians chapter 1 and verse 4 that Jesus died to deliver us from this present evil world. Now, in the first century, when the Apostle Paul wrote that under the inspiration of God, he called the world that we live in, that present world, this present evil world. And I don't think his opinion has changed on what the world is. Um, You know, the Bible even tells us in Ephesians chapter 5 that the days are evil. And so we live in a world system run by evil people that really is this present evil world. You know, Jesus said in John chapter number 15, if the world hate you, know that it hated me before you. And so even Jesus described the temperament of the world as one that is anti-Christian. Uh, John seventeen fifteen, he said, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil thereof. So Paul describes our world as evil. Jesus describes our world as evil. And uh, Jesus describes it as against Christian values. And Jesus, as he was praying to his father on his last night on earth, said, God, I'm not praying for you to take my people out of the world. I'm praying that you would deliver them from the evil of the world. In other words, that they won't get caught up in the evil, that they won't be overtaken by the evil of this world as they live in this world. And uh, I was thinking about other places in the Bible. Ephesians 2.2 talks about the course of this world or its direction. Um, Ephesians 6.12 talks about the rulers of the darkness of this world. Um, and, you know, so many things there. And over in First John, it says, the world passes away. But then it says, but he that does the will of the Father abides forever. So what do I think about this world? What do I think about everything that's going on in it? I think that it's the same world that Jesus lived in. I think it's an evil world. I think there are seasons where um, there are moments of civility that are more than others in this world. But as a whole, this world, man, since the fall is against God and it's anti-God, and we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And so that's what I think of the world. You say, well, what does this have to do with Luke chapter 3 or anything we're reading? What's interesting, because Luke is a historian, right? And he's also a doctor. And so in Luke's gospel, he goes through great lengths to show the credibility of Jesus Christ with historical accuracy. And in chapter 3 of Luke this morning, it says, Now, in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee and his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iturea of the region of Trachonitis, and Lysanus, the tetrarch of Abilene, Annas and Caiaphas being the high priests, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. 
Now, it's interesting because as Luke here sets out the historical credibility of the time of Christ by naming the time of his predecessor, which is John the Baptist, who's preparing the way for him, he starts mentioning all these political figures. He mentions Tiberius Caesar, the ruler of Rome. He mentions Pontius Pilate, the ruler of Judea. He mentions Herod the Great's sons, Herod and Philip and Lycan and, and, and uh, Lysanias. And so he begins by giving us historical framework of the time, historical accuracy of the time, and who was ruling over Rome, and who was ruling in that region, and who was ruling over the different sub-regions. And you know, the accuracy of that time historically can be traced to these people, and it's undeniable. But he doesn't just give us historical accuracy politically here. He gives us a description of the moral climate of the world in that day as well. And these leaders were all known for their corruption. They were known for their cruelty and how they ruled. I mean, just a mess. And then he goes on and he says, and Annas and Caiaphas were the high priests in that day. Now, just the fact that he mentions two guys as being high priests shows corruption. You see, Caiaphas was the high priest. Annas, who preceded him, was actually really the one who was calling the shots. So you had corrupt political world, you had a corrupt religious world, they're not even doing what God told them to do, and that is the setting that Luke gives us for John coming into the world to make the way straight for Jesus. So he gives us a record of historical accuracy, but he also gives us a record of the moral climate of his day. You know, Jesus was born into an evil world. Jesus grew up in an evil world. Jesus ministered in an evil world. Jesus gave his life for an evil world. And so what I think about what's going on in the world today is I think it's a whole lot like the world that Jesus came into as well. You know, are times getting worse Oh, yeah, the world has always got in cycles of maybe a little bit better and then getting worse. But I want you to say, understand this. Do not be mistaken. This world is not our home. It's not supposed to be the most comfortable place for Christians. And so what do I think of the world? What do I think of gas prices? What do I think of inflation? What do I think? Well, I think we're living in the end times in the last days. I believe that's been going on for a while. But overall, what I want you to understand is I believe we live in a world that's run by evil people, and it's this present evil world. So as a Christian, I have to be careful that I'm not here trying to redeem the world system, but I'm really trying to redeem people out of this world system. And so if I'm spending my days and my time trying to somehow change the world system, I think I'm going to be very discouraged. I think I'm going to be very frustrated. I think I am going to feel um, somewhat, you know, despondent about it. But if I'm focusing my energy on individuals in this world, hurting people, needy people uh, who need the Lord, which is every single person, and if I'm making that relationship with that one person and I'm sharing Christ with that one person and I'm pouring my life into that one person, you know what? There's a whole lot of joy in that. There's a whole lot of success in that. And that is exactly the mission that Jesus gave us to do in coming into this world. 
So what do I think about this world? I think we're in an evil world that's a whole lot like Jesus's world. I don't like it. He didn't like it. I know that I have a mission in it. Jesus had a mission in it. I know that Jesus died to deliver me from it, and I know that he will do that. So what is the word for today? The word for today is this. Um, don't get your wires crossed on what you are to do in this world. You're not here to clean it up, but you are here to rescue people from it through the gospel of Jesus Christ. So it's a mess, folks. It's an evil world. Always has been. We just experience worse moments here and there, or better moments here and there. But the nature of it has not changed, and it will not change until that day when Christ returns and he establishes a kingdom of equity and peace and justice in this world. In the meantime, stay busy, stay focused, find your joy in those people that are being delivered from this world. Don't try to find your joy in a world that operates just the way that you want it to. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.